Welcome to another legal talk on uh, e radio with myself, Jan, and uh, joined by Nirvana Pillay from Han and Han Attorneys. Today, we have a very interesting topic that's been suggested by a few listeners in uh, the past. And uh, it's, it's a problem that we're all facing, or most of us are facing at the moment, with load shedding escalating in South Africa. The topic is, my neighbor is using a generator during load shedding. The noise is driving me insane. What? can I do? Uh, let's just firstly talk about the load shedding impact on businesses and households. Nirvana, hello. Hi, Ian. Thank you for having me back. Welcome back. Uh, firstly, load shedding has impacted businesses in that there's a loss of valuable operating hours during which products can be manufactured, services can be performed, uh, or the making of sales, for example. And this is especially in cases where a business relies heavily on the use of electrical equipment. Whereas on a household and individual level, there's a large uh, percentage of the population left without basic needs, such as running water, heat and light, food spoils and unpowered fridges, water cannot be pumped from reservoirs or heated for drinking and bathing. There's also safety issues where individuals forget to turn off electrical appliances after the power has been cut. Um, this may cause a waste of electricity, power shortages, uh, a danger if those appliances run without supervision once the power is turned back on. Yeah, that's uh, a bit dangerous. Wouldn't leave any uh, chip fryers or things on. Uh. <laughs> uh, Nirvana, uh, at the moment, as it stands, what kind of options are we looking at for businesses and uh, residents to just keep the lights on here in South Africa? I believe that individuals and businesses can um, look at options such as a built-in battery backup solution, which consists of an inverter and a battery pack. This is also a less noisy option compared to that of a generator. Then obviously you do have the option of a generator. However, this is not ideal for residential areas and small businesses as it requires constant refilling um, of fuel and maintenance and further can cause noise and pollution problems. We can also then look at solar panels and, um, and a battery system. So this can be done on a small scale or larger scale. So if you think about it, an individual can install maybe one or two smaller solar panels and a battery, which may cost between 2,000 and 5,000 rand and will possibly power on some lights and a cell phone charger, whereas a larger solar panel and battery system may cost between 9,000 and 16,000 rand and can possibly power around five lights, a TV or a fridge, whereas your much bigger solar um, system solutions could cost over 50,000 rand, but in the long run will save you money on electricity. Yeah, there's a lot of those going around at the moment. Uh, but uh, what does the law say about regulating noise disturbances? Uh, let's say, for instance, there's a, a very uh, loud party next door. All the uh, the uh, neighbors running his generator. Is that more or less the same thing? Does both count as a noise disturbance? Well, both would count as a, as a noise disturbance. So first thing, you need to look at the noise control regulations. This defines a noise disturbance as any sound which disturbs or impairs or may disturb or impair convenience or peace of another person. Um, Section 4 of the noise control regulation states that no person shall make, 
produced or caused a disturbing noise or allow it to be made, produced or caused by any person, animal, machine, device or apparatus or combination thereof. An individual's options when it comes to um, their legal remedies would be to lay a complaint with your local authority. This will be by way of a written statement. Many local authorities have noise control units who have the power to take steps to control noise and associated complaints. They may send out law enforcement um, to investigate the seriousness of the complaint, ask the individual to reduce the level of noise. If they don't comply with this, uh, a fine may be imposed or, for example, the generator um, may be later removed. Um, a good way, however, to reduce that that noise level when it comes to a generator would be to soundproof the area in which the generator is held. Um, another option would be to approach the courts for an interdict, which may be granted if the neighbor's conduct is unlawful or threatens to be unlawful. Then you have to look at considerations such as the type of noise, the degree of persistence, where the noise occurs, the times when the noise is heard, and the, the efforts made to resolve the matter. So each case will be determined on its own set of facts. I and mean, if you look at the noise control regulations, Section 9 states that any person who contravenes Section 4 and 5 of the regulations will be liable on conviction to a fine not exceeding 20,000 rand or imprisonment for a period of not exceeding two years. Wow. Also, check out your your contract that you signed, uh, especially if you're in a complex. A lot of these complaints are coming from complexes uh, with body corporates and the like. And, uh, you know, and they saying, oh, you know, uh, it, it is actually in the thing that you signed when you initially signed up or you, you purchased a property in the complex or you signed up for a lease it says there about the noise and especially after 10 o'clock at night so you agreed to it but now people are saying hey electricity is 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 my human right i'm uh, working from home i need electricity to survive so what are you going to do it's very difficult nirvana no definitely but i mean when living in a complex or in an estate you're governed by your body corporate rules or your home association rules. So you need to make yourself familiar with those rules and also understand what level of noise is permitted and until what time that noise is permitted. Um, however, certain things need to be considered when you want to install a generator. Like, for instance, what would be the level of the noise that would emanate from that generator? And if it's going to exceed the permissible noise levels, then you need to consider, obviously, soundproofing the area where the generator is held, or the alternative options of solar paneling, as well as um, installing an inverter, which is a lot, lot cheaper alternative to that of a generator. Because if you think about the price of fuel, um, you'll be saving money on that. Exactly. And also the upkeep for um, the generator. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, a generator, I mean, it's not like the generator is the only option to, to keep your house running. You get it, really good inverters. They make absolutely no noise and they're very, very good. And also you don't have to put petrol into them. So that's nice. But, you know, then people say, OK, but there's not a lot of time in between the load shedding uh, stages for the uh, inverter to charge properly, which I can also understand. So it is a, a very, very tricky situation. But I, I suppose just lastly, a question, Nirvana, let's say your neighbor is uh, is cranking up the older generator. You can't just go in the yard and confiscate it, right? 
No, definitely not. You need to to if you're living in a complex or in a state, obviously you can go speak to um, the body corporate. Or you, like I said prior, you lay a complaint with your local authority and then you take those necessary steps. You can't just waltz into your neighbor's yard and just pull out a generator, no. Yeah, but listen, this is funny, but it actually happened. I know a few people who who it happened to, you know, the neighbors get so angry they actually don't think straight and then they go and they take the generator, <laughs> which is, uh, is is not allowed. But, you know, in that moment when they're so angry, I don't think they're thinking uh, about the implications. Well, and I then- had a friend I spoke to earlier about the issue, and um, she has a neighbor also that is complaining about the noise that the, is emanating from the generator. So they've also they've moved it away from the wall, mm. um, closest to the neighboring wall, so that... Um, the noise level is is reduced. Mm, yeah, I also wonder how effective the uh, soundproofing is for that generator. You know, how much of that noise does it keep out? Because you still need to let the gases and stuff go out somewhere. There needs to be a hole somewhere in that thing for the uh, the gases to escape. To, yeah, yeah, and that's why you have to install a vent to ensure the fumes do not cause a nuisance to your neighbors as well. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, that's issue i didn't even with, think um, about the fumes the <laughs> yo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's hectic <laughs> but nirvana this is i mean this is daily life in south africa now i think uh, load shedding is here to stay for uh, a long time and more and more people are looking at solutions to keep the lights on and uh, we see that when there's load shedding you'll see more and more lights are on during load shedding. It's people just simply deciding to get off the grid, as they say. I think uh, off the grid living is going to be the best option for us. And also when it comes to cooking, to install gas, um, so that makes it easier to cook in the evenings as well. I mean, we're definitely going to have to think of everything possible to also um, limit our expenses later on. And uh, Nirvana, you personally, are you off the grid? What do you do during load shedding? Um, currently I go to the office and I work from there or I make alternative arrangements. Luckily for us, we have gas, mm. um, installed. So cooking is never a problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, the best. Um, we're also looking at getting an inverter. It's mm. a much cheaper option compared to a generator. Yeah. And also I think a lot of, some people are very lucky if they live on that hospital line oh. because they don't get affected. I envy those people. Yeah, I envy those people, eh? Very jealous. (laughs) Yeah, man. Just if you're going to buy a property, just make sure it's near a hospital. (laughs) Uh, Yes. That's another option for us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nirvana, it's been uh, great uh, catching up with you. Thank you so much uh, again for your insights. And uh, we'll uh, chat again soon. Uh, That's uh, Nirvana Pillay, Associate Attorney at Han and On. Thanks so much. Thank you.
Are you or your business in trouble and struggling to find a solution? Call Hahn & Hahn Attorneys as we assist clients in finding solutions. We specialize in consumer and food law, commercial and construction law, forensic investigations and administrative law. Visit hahnlaw.co.za. That's H-A-H-N. We assist clients nationwide. Hahn & Hahn Attorneys. Because we care. Don't miss Legal Talk with Hahn & Hahn Attorneys. Wednesday mornings at 10 on E-Radio.